Hello and welcome back to Chicks and Balls, the podcast, a sports podcast by women about more than women's sport and girls. We've hit double digits, baby. Episode 10. You know what that means? What does that mean? 10 shots this weekend. You, 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 you. <laughs> yeah. And now you've said that on Mike Keeley, you have to elaborate. Uh, no, no, no. You just have to stick to it. You know, you've said it. Oh, it's mate, happening. don't at me. Yes, exactly. We are so pumped for this weekend that I haven't even properly introduced us and done what I usually do as we lead into these episodes. But my name is Mally Silva. And yeah. as always, I am joined by my very excited co-hosts, Keely and Georgia. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Why are we excited, girls? First of all, I hope you're having a good week. Get into that, but but let the people know why are we excited? Because we're going to Brizzy and we're going to Magic Round. For those who don't know what Magic Round is, it is a round in the NRL where all the teams go up and play at Suncorp, um, which is super cool, super fun. So it's a weekend of rugby league and weekend to party. It's a tax write-off. <laughs> it's actually a business weekend. <laughs> this is all for work. Business trip. Business Wee. trip. Tongue out emoji. <laughs> Don't ever do that ever again. Um, you know what's weird? This is the first time we've recorded remotely in a little while. Georgia. I know. It feels it's weird. weird. In, He's in weird. Melbourne. I don't like it. Well, I mean, I do because I love doing the potty, but I much prefer recording it hungover with you guys. How is Melbourne? Melbourne is cold. It. I'm off it. It was so cold and rainy this morning, but Kilbags FaceTimed me at 6am to make sure I went to the gym. Bless her. And I did. It was great, but it was cold. It was hectic. All right, Keely. I know, as always, you have some Yes, thanks feed- for asking. I do have feedback. <laughs> And honourable mentions this week. Um, I've got my list on my phone. So just a quick shout out to Mitch Parker and Abby Pat, both real loyal listeners. Um, and Mitch messaged me the other day that he loved the cliches, the footy cliches. And I saw Abby um, and she said, I think it's a bit much if I message you every week. So I'm trying to back off. Uh, but still loving the potty. You just don't want to be annoying. And I was like, it's so fine. Um and then a really, really nice shout out to uh, young girl Jess, who um, I did sprint training with. She's had to take some time off, but I'm going to read out the message that she sent me because it was so nice. She said, I just wanted to say I'm so proud of your podcast. Honestly, it's amazing what you guys are doing. I love it and I feel so proud. And she's just like such a little trooper, absolute soldier. Um, and I love her dearly. And she'll be listening to this episode. So I can't wait for her to hear it and message me. <laughs> um, and then my last little bit of feedback is, you know, the shoulder warm-up that you love? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, who watched it? No, they're called pummels. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank right? You. That's actually interesting that's, that's bit of information. That's important information. information. Um, and across the globe, I wanted to give an honourable mention to Simone Biles um, for that really cool ad that she did for the Tokyo Olympics, which is just her for being a freak in general. And um, shout out to Sam Kerr, uh, who got the golden boot when the Chelsea's women's football team went back to back. And yeah, those are all my things. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Lots going on this week. It's crazy. Um, before G gets into her honourable mentions, I have a dishonourable oh, mention. It's myself. Oh, myself you're doing some self-reflection <laughs> because on saturday i stuffed up all my timing and it meant that georgia missed her original flight to the sunny coast oh yeah and it all would have been fine except the other sunshine coast flight that she was meant to be on from sydney uh 
then had engineering problems and she missed her auntie's birthday on the Sunshine Coast basically because of me. And Basically, um, you're telling me you're a shit bloke. Well, I'm, I definitely am because I'm not a bloke. Um, but I'd made, I made Speaker a dumb. speech, Marley. I made a dumb. Um, you did a dumb and thing. I've, I've apologised profusely, um, but I don't think that. You obviously haven't gotten over it. I'm not over it because I stuffed up and I'm giving myself a a yellow card. (laughs) Let the record show that Marley's the only person that's not over it. I was over it about five minutes after it happened. (laughs) Yeah, hold on to this stuff, okay? I don't like letting people down. I'm like, yo, it's sweet. I'm literally going up next weekend. It's fine. She's like, no. I'm like, it's okay. We move on. Anyway, shout out Helen. Birthday I missed. Hope it was wild. Actually, I'm kind of glad I wasn't there because everyone I spoke to the next day was hung. Wow. Okay. Who are your honourable mentions? Um, I hate to do it, but my honourable mentions are my housemates. I don't like giving them too much credit, but it was really cute. Um, it was my birthday last week and they had to go away on the day of my birthday, which was sad, but to make up for it. I got home from work last night and just to make it even a little bit sweeter, I had the worst day yesterday and I got home and there was a big bunch of flowers and my two favourite blocks of chocolate sitting on my bed, top deck and marble for those wondering and it made my day. I'm crying, yeah. <laughs> the face is so much better to go with No, that. you shouldn't take the piece. That's really nice. No, it was. And I, as soon as work, she told me, I said, that Harry is so Cooper. nice. That's really nice. YTB. All righty. I love that. Well. Let's get into our MVPs. You the real MVP. And now we get to our MVPs. You guys need to stop copying me because the people are going to get confused. No, I wasn't. I was like fighting. Well, this segment we call MVPs where each of us gives someone or something our MVP title for the week because they've brought us some kind of joy, some sort of happiness. We are grateful for these things. <laughs> My MVP, I'm going to kick off. Well, it's kind of a twofold MVP. Keely, you always have plurals, so I'm going plurals. <laughs> oh, I get it. You want to be me. <laughs> uh, both from the world of rugby, we saw mm. we saw a couple of rug- union. rugby union. Rugby union. Rugby union. But if yeah, I say but rugby, rugby is rugby we union. We don't though. say rugby and mean league. league. And rugby is rugby. Hey, I know that. You two are from the Shire and not everyone's as rugby league heavy as we are and a lot of people think they're the same thing. I'm just trying to be kind to the Victorians out there. I just don't like the way you delivered from the Shire. Like, whoa, man. You've been here twice, man. Whoa, man. Whoa, man. No, it was just a very rugby league-centric place. That wasn't a dig at the Shire. That's just like you live around the corner. corner All our Shire friends, go at G. You know I love the Shire. Anyway... Two rugby union uh, big games over the weekend. The first was the Super Rugby Aotearoa title, Crusaders versus the Chiefs in New Zealand. I didn't watch any of the game, but I saw a fantastic video of the Crusaders coach doing his signature celebratory dance on the field after the win. It was killer. Um, and what a man. What a man I could get around him. Looks like he'd be fun on the dance floor. I was all into that. That made me really happy. And then a couple of hours later, uh, the Super Rugby Australian title, Reds v 
Brumbies game. Again, didn't watch it for a second, but <laughs> saw a great interview, post-game interview with the men himself. SBW. Sonny Bill Williams, the king, doing a post-game interview with one of the Reds players, and it was really beautiful and emotional. He talked about how he hadn't seen his family since 2019 and got all choked up because he it was you know, this was happened on Saturday and obviously Sunday was Mother's Day and he's just wished his mum a happy Mother's Day and choked up and had a bit of a tear. So Miles had a bit of a tear as well. Uh, And it was just beautiful to watch all the celebrations come out of, of, you know, both rugby competitions either side of the ditch and those were my MVPs this week. Shout out the Reds because I had a few mates playing for that team and they won and I was really proud. Yeah, the boys. Keely, MVP, go. Oh, I thought you were saying G, MVP. G, MVP, go. What, Killy always gets me last. Right, I see how it is. <laughs> always first, back off. Literally, we spend one record away from each other and we just want to throw hands. I'm really delirious. Okay, my MVP is Stephen Cratton and the poor, poor journalist, and I'm not sure of her name, that had to interview him this week. Going to insert the audio in here because it's just out of control. But this poor girl, and the video has since been taken down off the Penrith Panthers Instagram, so sorry if that was because she wanted it scrubbed off the internet, is interviewing him and asks him, like doesn't know who she's talking to. So she's asking him about himself and whether he thinks he'll be named this week and whether he's excited to be play with himself on the park this week and so forth. And then you just hear the boss or someone in the background pipe up I don't know. I, I don't know her name. He's like, Sarah, you're speaking to him, and she's like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Such a good sport. He just laughs along. He, I think he kind of thought she was joking at the start, so he's like, Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he'll be named her. Huh? And he's so such a good sport about it. But it was very funny. That's my MVP of the week because it was hilarious. Also, um, Stephen Crichton has also been put in the mix. Do you think he is a chance as well? Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Do you hope to see him out there? Could you hear that? Oh, my God. Surely <gasps> not. Like, then he realises she's not joking and he kind of pauses and then, like, someone in the background is like, I think her name was, like, Brooke or something. Panthers deleted the video as we saw it so Harry could only screenshot it on the story and then it wouldn't let him click through to the post so he couldn't get the whole thing. But then this person in the background is like, Sarah, that is Stephen Crichton. And he's like, she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And he's just like, no, no. That's so bad. Oh, my God. You would just die. You would actually die inside. I'd quit. I'd move countries. (laughs) Oh, so bad. Anyway. That's rubbish for her, but also entertaining for the public. I feel bad for her. I hope she's okay, but also great. And, like, good, good work being a good sport, Stephen Crichton. Wow. Keely. Um, my MVP is our dear Nan. Uh, Nan lives in a, a granny flat out of the back of our house, Marley and I. A literal granny flat. Yeah, it's the best. Anyway, um, obviously it was Mother's Day on Sunday, uh, a day – supposedly about um, our mum and, and nan. Um, anyway, she ducked off to go to the um, shops and we thought she was doing grocery shopping. Yeah, shopping. And she was gone for like two or three hours, wasn't she? 
Yeah, and I because, was concerned. Uh, because I got home and Marley's like, where's Nan? And I was like, she went to the shops. And Marley's like, she's not home. Anyway, she pulls up and she's got this kind of little cheeky smirk on her face and she um, walks up to us and we're like, oh, how are the shops? And she goes, I didn't go to the shops. I went to the pokies. Do you guys want 50 bucks? And we were like, what? And we're like, no, no. And Marley's like, no, like it's Mother's Day. Like you keep the money. She goes, what for? And she opens up her wallet. Holy pineapples. How many mm. were in there? Uh, $1,500 worth. $1,500. She turned 100 into 1500 what amazing! A what a woman she's go nan. Shout out to nan because pokes. yeah, she one she's a goat on the pokies. Two, she gave us fifty bucks. I was stoked. Woo woo woo! Um, yeah, that's my MVP. Gamble responsibly. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't condone. <laughs> Touchdown! Now it's time for a segment that we call Around the Grounds, where we dive into a couple of the biggest headlines in sports media from the week gone by that we just can't get out of our brains. Gee, you've got a really interesting one to kick us off. I do. On Sunday this week, it came out in global media that athletes will be barred from wearing Black Lives Matter apparel at the Tokyo Olympics. The International Olympic Committee confirmed that Black Lives Matter protest material would be included in the broader ban on protests and political messages at the Olympics this year. Athletes will be also banned from kneeling at the Games, whether it's on the podium or on their field or court or wherever they compete. The International Olympic Committee chief came out and said that a very clear majority of athletes said that they think it's not appropriate to demonstrate or express their views on the field of play at the official ceremonies or at the podium. Um, So, yeah, we just want to have a bit of a chat about that. And on a broader note, politics in sport. Just initial gut reaction to that. It is, to me, such a... Borderline an oxymoron. Like a lot of people constantly talk about, you know, and it tends to be a particular kind of person who the second something comes up, you know, you've got to take the politics out of it. It's just the athlete or it's just the sport and let, let's not muddle the two. But I, I would say that sport has been the best and most productive platform for having difficult conversations about social change forever and the Olympics has been the site of that consistently so it doesn't make any sense to me what and also like why why now I mean this has been happening for so long I think that the the greatest example in Australia's Olympic history is when Kathy won the 400 in 2000 and ran around with the Australian and the Aboriginal flag which to to me and to Keely I would say as young Aboriginal women that's been one of the most important things that we've ever seen on TV in our lifetime um but I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand why people get so upset about this. Stuff. I also don't know what they think is going to come from it, um, because this stuff's been happening for the past year, especially you know throughout COVID and things. And I actually think it was um, for me personally. I found it a, a quite a positive experience because I felt a lot of people, no matter what color, shape, size, coming together and agreeing on something like this. It felt really united for me. So uh, I only consider it a positive thing to be spreading a message like this. Um, so I, I just I just don't know where it, where it came from or, or what they're thinking will happen of it. I feel like if they hadn't have brought it up, 
and, you know, let things happen. And maybe one or two athletes may have brought it up or done something. Now they've made it a deal. It's just – I feel like it's just going to blow things out and now people are going to be like, well, let me tell you, you can't tell me what to do and I'll cop it or whatever. And there's going to be more um, rebellion, I think, yeah. 100%. For me, I think, like, more than any, obviously, like you touched on, Marley, you can't separate sports and politics. I don't think it matters what you do. Athletes are always going to be people of their own voices, and a lot of them are really good people who are invested in the social, political nature of society. But for me, this particular decision just feels like the most tone-deaf call that International Olympic Committee could have made. They could have come out and said anything and it would have been less controversial than this. This just feels silly. And if they said nothing, people were going to do what they were going to do and wear what they were going to wear. The second you tell people that they can't do anything, and what are they going to do? Find them? You're talking about some of the wealthiest athletes in the world, some of the wealthiest people in the world for some of these athletes. Serena Williams is not going to be like, no, I won't cop the few K because I want to speak for my people. Like, this isn't a thing. Like, I yeah, I don't know what they think is going to come from it. I'd be really interested to see a list of who the all the athletes are that want this to happen. Um, but is it not interesting um, that they've put in – there's a transgender athlete, which is super exciting, right? Well, they're trying to – From New Zealand? Yeah, you know the, the trans- weightlifter? Yeah, the weightlifter. The transgender – weightlifter so they're obviously considering minorities so what are they doing being like yeah this like you know the transgender athlete has been accepted into the olympics but anyone who supports um black lives matter you can't do that but the and and the blanket ban as g said in the intro is about anything political or making any sort of statement so you know what if someone comes out draped in the trans flag like is that that yeah exactly yeah that that, that athlete could come out and be like i'm proud of where i am and who i am and what i'm being able to achieve and the olympic committees let me do that but i can't talk about it i think the the perfect adjective g is tone deaf because there's so much pressure and criticism and rightly so of the olympic committee for even having the games at all with the covid crisis And, and i you know as we spoke about the other week I'm very much in a place where if they called it off tomorrow, I would be like, you know what? That was the right decision. But this is what – oh, man. Yeah, but I'm, it, I'm flabbergasted. Yeah, it's so bizarre Isn't it weird that, that this is what they're concerned about? <laughs> this is the hill they want to die We in. have a global pandemic that is – we're lucky, like we've said in previous episodes, we're handling it well. But, my goodness, in other countries, they're still – it's horrific. And they're just like, nah, we'll just brush that under the rug. It's fine. <laughs> Stupid, man. Well, that's what Naomi Osaka came out, um, I think it might have been overnight our time, and she's obviously a multicultural athlete who has had a huge voice during the resurgence, I suppose, of the Black Lives Matter movement last year and, you know, made it known throughout all the Opens last year. She wore different masks with Breonna Taylor's name and George Floyd and so on and so forth, and she is of Japanese descent as well and has come out being like, I've waited my whole life to represent Japan at the Olympics, the fact that I get to do it in Japan. Like you couldn't ask for much more as an athlete and even I don't think it should be going ahead right now. So she's like, I want more anything to be there and I just don't know if this is the right call. And I think she's the perfect athlete who's like the most perfect example of what's going on right now. She's someone who wants to be there with her whole heart, doesn't know if it's the right thing to do. And then she's like, well, if I'm going, I'm going to speak up for things that I care about. And like 
like you said, this is the hill you're choosing to die on with everything that's going on right now. The next story that we wanted to chat about was a headline that made me feel really hopeful uh, and particularly hopeful about social media and its impact on the next generation of young women, which is something that I have been fearful of as someone who has younger cousins and young women that I care about who I am afraid for when they're on Instagram. This headline came from ABC and it says, why following female athletes could help young girls have a more positive social media experience, which I mean, it's a no brainer. This is something we're all about. So what this article is touching on is a few different uh, bits of research that highlight the detriment that social media can have on young women's um, perception of body image and has a lot of numbers in there about uh, how many of them aged between 10 and 17 already download filters and do all sorts of editing to their photos because they feel inadequate. And it's really, you know, quite scary and damaging. But what is hopeful about this is an Australian social media expert named Edwin Smith. um, He told the ABC that users can take a couple of steps to further take better control of the type of content they're exposed to on these social media platforms in the first place. Uh, He's quoted as saying, for all its flaws, social media and Instagram in particular use algorithms from trends in the way you use the app to work out what you want to see. So you can positively impact your feed by being strategic about whose posts you engage with because the more likes and engagement you have with a particular account, the more you'll see from them in your feed. And so then the article goes on to talk to New South Wales Swift's netball co-captain and Aussie Diamond Squad member, Maddie Proud, about um, the way that herself and a lot of other netballers and other female athletes um, use their own social media to talk about really healthy stuff and, um, you know, their own training and and, um, their lifestyles in a way that is a lot more positive and not about body image or all those sorts of things that can put so much pressure on girls to look perfect and uh, look like they've had plastic surgery and all this kind of stuff. And it's a really good point. It had me thinking about the fact that I've really um, tailored my own Instagram to reflect a lot uh, of the things that matter to me and the things that make me feel good in my feed. And a lot of that is about interacting with female athletes, obviously because of this podcast, obviously because of our bias. Um, but I'm all about it and it definitely makes me feel better as a female. How do you guys feel about that? And um, yeah, social media can be a scary space, but this could be the place to be. Do you have any favourite female athletes you follow as well? Um, I think for me, uh, a lot of girls follow and look at, or young girls that, you know, you pick up on, um, they follow, you know, the, the influences and the the really aesthetically pleasing um, girls. Uh, so f- following the athletes you're looking at girls who train hard, they eat well. Um, a lot of the time, you know, they're not wearing a lot of makeup. They're very natural. Um, they're loving their sport and stuff. And sport's always been the safe place for me. Uh, so that's been, I think, a really um, – it's played a really big impact on my high schooling years. I didn't care for the other stuff. I All I was all I cared about was my sport um, and I didn't wasn't worried about, you know, how I looked and stuff. So – these days, because social media, it's the go-to. It's what we're looking at all the time and it's what these young girls are focusing on. And um, I think the article – I don't know why we've never spoken about this before. Mm. I feel like it's just bit like common sense. I would just oh, turn Yeah, out. I guess you don't think about that. You don't think – yeah, you don't. It's awesome. Especially because we're older now and um, I mean, we have a few younger cousins so we don't have a lot of younger girls that are around us so we don't hear a lot of that conversation. Um, 
but yeah, I favorite female athlete I follow. Come back to me. Um, yeah, I think the first time I started like actually noticing how much control you have over your algorithm was when I started using TikTok. I remember um, like starting to be really picky over what I liked and sent on to my friends and like scrolling past stuff that I didn't because especially on the For You page, I don't post on TikTok or anything, I just look at the For You page and it because it isn't necessarily what you follow, well, it isn't what you follow that you're seeing, you can sort of curate it to be showing you the stuff that you want to see. And then I was like, no, duh, this works on Instagram too. So now I'm probably a bit more conscious of that um, when like I'm on my explore page or even like with people I'm following, um, you can sort of like see whose post you're going to see first and stuff. Um, so I have become a bit more conscious of that on my own social media. I definitely spend too much time on it myself. But, yeah, it is important. I do a lot of culling and unfollowing from time to time when things aren't making me feel good or, like, it's not something that I want to be seeing all the time. Um, so, yeah, I think, like, I think sometimes we forget that we have control over what we're seeing on social media and we're all guilty of being, like, oh, she's so frustrating or he's so annoying or I don't want to see this. And it's like, well, just unfollow. Like, so, but, yeah, favourite female athlete to follow Good family friend and friend of the show, Katie Kelly, is a para triathlete um, and she has Usher syndrome. So she is gradually losing both her hearing and her vision um, and is just an insane triathlete. She won gold in Rio. She's going again in Japan this year. Um, I just love the stuff that she posts. I'm obviously biased because I love her. But, yeah, big fan of following her probably. Think. Sorry, just to add as well with the algorithm stuff, hundred percent what you said. But thanks to the podcast, like it has built. Yeah, I've noticed it over only what the last four to six weeks. Um, how much my feed has changed, and I'm just like, yes, oh, this is all stuff I actually care about. Um, and even just on like your, um, what's that page called? The one that you don't follow, the explore, explore page. Yes, on on my explore page, it's all all the good stuff. Or yeah. the athletes, both male and female, but it's all the sports stuff I actually care about, so it's really good. My favourite athletes uh, that I follow, the female athletes, and of course, trust me, I'm going to be biased, but it's all the touch footy girls. Danny Davis. Danny Davis. I love, I love you, Danny you. Davis. Um, no, but it is. All those girls, um, they reflect of what um, I was exactly what I was talking about and uh, the person that I wanted to be going through high school. They're very natural. They train really hard. Um you know, sports a priority and um, they love it and that's – I love it. I have another one. She's not really an athlete per se as in she doesn't do a sport, but she is a Nike master coach and she's from New Zealand living in the States, Kirsty Godzo. She is a freak. Um, she's one of like the very select few elite Nike global master trainers. She does um, heaps of really cool like snap workout videos. Like she's fit as – heck like it's insane to watch her um but she's really cool she has like protein powder line and stuff and she's just like she's cool cool you'll have to drop that i'll have to check her out um i would add to that list i am a massive fan of tyler wright and how she oh she's so cool she's so cool she uses her voice for so many different things um i have a bias because she is has kind of become a, a bit of a 
ambassador for a charity called ID Know Yourself that I sit on the board of that is all about supporting Aboriginal kids in foster care and she's just a legend and super passionate and never shies away from, you know, some tough conversations, which kind of talks to the article uh, about the Olympic stuff that we were just talking about as well. I also love Chloe Dalton, uh, who is a rugby sevens and AFLW player. She is so cool and she's doing a lot of um, – capturing of her recovery from uh, back surgery she had not that long ago and now she's getting ready for Tokyo too. So amazing, strong, powerful women. We love it. Girl power. YTG. Uh, and to wrap up around the grounds, like we said at the beginning of the show, uh, we are super excited for Bris Vegas and Magic Round this weekend. Me, me, me. That's what the girls are doing to me right now. Um, anyway, we're really excited for Magic Round. And it was a no-brainer that we had to talk to an expert um, who has been providing plenty of wonderful content leading up to this weekend. So we've had a really classic and wonderful chat with Jordan Simi. He is the host of Jordan's Room, a podcast that we highly recommend you get around. Um, you would see him if you are a fan of YKTR and all of their content. And uh, Jordan and Justin Horro, also known as Scope, a few weeks back uh, actually did a PowerPoint presentation on why they should be allowed to go to Magic Round on a business trip for some content creation uh, that they presented to Isaac um, John, who is AKA Ice and like founder of YKTR. And that's what really got our attention and just, oh, it's so killer. And we just need to shut up. I do have something to say. Mum and grandma, Kay Lorraine, stop listening now. Oh, yes. Um, Actually, warning. Warning. Parents. <laughs> warning. It's, um, yeah. Oh, it's not that bad. No, but, but you know, we, if there's be... little ease around, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fast forward a few minutes. So here is Simi's guide to Magic Round. Well, yeah, kick us off. Thank you so much um, for joining us and and having this yarn as we're leading up to Magic Round. We're trying to figure out how we could make it that little bit more magic. And after listening to um, or, or seeing all the content around just your dedication to getting to Magic Round. We couldn't think of anyone better to talk to and ask for some advice. Um, we're only a few sleeps out. How, how are you feeling? How's the preparation going? No, I've been off the piss for a few weeks, so about a month actually. So um, I'm a little bit nervous <laughs> to be honest. So, um, But uh, it's, been, it's been pretty good. Out of, out of all the boys, um, I'm known for being the party animal. So this is our our sort of first first time, um, you know, because um, like Ice and YKTRs is paying for our flights and all that, so they're like, you know, don't don't fuck this up. So I'm I'm I'm, a little bit, I'm, I'm excited, but I, I got to remember that it's like a, a work trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's so yeah, we're expecting big things then. If you're the party animal, yeah, yeah, I can get carried away, so. Um, I've just got to, yeah, and apparently like the boys up in Brisbane are pretty wild like the Queenslanders, so um, that's going to be a bit of a giggle, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I've, I've been um, I've been warned like every day to be on my best behaviour up there, so see how we go. I'm from Queensland and Kevin Bowles. 
Yeah, yeah. I've been getting heaps of random messages of of guys and um, from Brisbane and stuff going, um, inviting me to like their their bucks, their wedding. Um, yeah, I'm like, so I'm really excited. This is going to be my first magic round. I didn't even know it existed until two weeks ago. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Father, this week is some good content for the boys. <laughs> That's perfect. Well, um, Kiel's had some some questions. We we want to know. Um, I've got I've yeah. got some questions. They're a bit on the um. The funny side of things, so yeah, please speak freely. Um, first one is top three packing essentials for Magic Round. <laughs> Am I, are you sure I'm allowed to speak freely? Really? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go to the toothbrush, uh, the condoms if you guys are into that. And then um, what's the other one? And fuck, that's pretty much it, really. <laughs> and and a pair of pants. maybe a spare pair of undies <laughs> or oh, your wallet. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, this one's a bit of a two-parter. So, do you have any go-to pickup lines, or has anyone impressed you with a pickup line? Oh, fuck no. Well, oh, man. See, uh, I need to. My my go-to my go-to pickup line. To be honest, I don't have any go-to pickup lines. It's mostly um, I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit of an anxious mess when I'm out. So I need to get on the piss. Straight away, if I'm gonna like talk to any any girls, I, I need to be like, I need to be half tank. But I mean, what's a good pickup line? Um, usually, girls will be like, "Oh, what team do you play for?" <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, oh, I'm like oh, "I don't play football." And they're like, "Nice one, nice one." And then I'm like, "No, genuinely, don't play football." And then they'll add me on Instagram, and then they'll go. Oh well, how come you hang out with football players then? And I'm like, you know what, fuck it. I'm like, oh, you caught me. I play for the dragons. Like, yeah, you caught me. I play for the dragons on the wing. And they're like, I knew it. I knew it. And then I'm like, oh well. Oh, that's <laughs> brilliant. I love it. Um, next one. What's your drink of choice, or what's going to be your drink of choice this weekend? Fuck, I just go. Honestly, VBs are my go-to. Like, I love VBs. Bloke in a bar. Um, and just great Northern day. I, I smash beers all night. Mother's milk. No, no shots later on, or nah, nah, nah. <laughs> to get tequila turns me into the Islander of Doom. <laughs> so down the humble beers, man. As soon as the shots come out, I'm just like, nah, I stay away from it. Maybe one or two at dinner, but nah, no shots for me. Um, so I guess my question is like, what oh, is... are you going to butt in? Oh, sorry, I didn't know. You no, 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 you no, go. No, no, it's you cool. Go, you go. No, no, no. You I go. only have one left. Okay, go on. Um, this was actually kind of half from Georgia. Um. If you were to give some advice to someone who is trying to DM someone over Magic Round or maybe pre-Magic Round, how do you think they should go about it? Maybe send them their footy highlights? No. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you guys, my this is my go-to, right? So I'm I'm single. I changed my Hinge profile location and Tinder profile location about two weeks ago. So I've been... I've been putting in that work like super early. Holy no, shit, no, that is so work. good. But I mean, I haven't. I've got. A, we've got a meeting with Isaac on on Thursday to um to talk like the T's and C's are going up there. So I don't even know if I'm allowed to hang out with any girls. To be honest. With you. <laughs> well, putting in that work two weeks. I, I'm going to change my that. locations tonight. That's something. That's so smart. Like, so you match on Hinge. Then what's your what's your open up? Well, um. Usually I'll just put um, what you're grateful for today. Oh, good one. <laughs> it was like what, what you're grateful for today or um, 
most of the time the girls will be like, you're not even from Brisbane because, you know, it shows like your location and where you are. And I'm like, oh, I'm coming up for Magic Round. <laughs> They're like, a bit sleepy. just coming up for the weekend. <laughs> but honestly, you have to. Are you guys on, are you guys on Hinge? Yeah, I don't rate it. I'm but... not on Hinge, but I am single. <laughs> Oh, well, hey, what are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your question, Molly? Um, mine was just going to be like, say we, we're getting to Sunday um, and it is as big as you're feeling it's going to be. I think that what I need help with is how you get out of that Sunday scary to back back up again for those last two games. Like, what's your, I mean, obviously well, you're practicing your gratefuls and that, but what is it that's going to perk you back up? So the work, the work starts on Friday, right? Uh, if you guys will get to know, or hopefully over time, you guys will get to know I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a marathon runner when it comes to bending, right? So it's a marathon, not a sprint. Friday, yes. Friday, Friday, it's, you, you have to eat before you go out, right? You have a little, have a little nibble, but have you guys heard on like our, um, on our potty, like we, we, um, talk, uh, we've got like this, um, sponsor like vibe podcast and i oh, sorry vibe uh culture and um so i either that or hydrolyte i smash those before i go out and when i get home and then i have like a little leftover food there so when i get back i just smash that you wake up perfectly fine <laughs> it's like it's, i'll go to so if you smash the hydrolyte before you go to bed you wake up sweet that should be in our packing essentials right yeah but are you sleeping though or we will sleep. <laughs> well, that that's a good question. Yeah. Well, who knows? Who knows? Apparently, I have to sleep. So, <laughs> see how we go. Just to finish off, any final words before we before we all go to magic round? Of inspiration. A few final words of inspiration. No, no, no inspiration. But I mean, I'm honestly, I'm looking forward to meeting you guys and just fucking ripping in. Um. So sorry in advance. No. Nah. <laughs> I just can't wait to be mates by the end of the weekend how good oh yeah fucking best mates <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited but it's a work trip it's a work trip it is it's a work trip. it's a tax write-off that's it's, why we're yeah going. it's all business man we're all business <laughs> no no grateful as grateful as thank you for having me i really appreciate it thank you so much appreciate it um we'll speak to you and we'll see you friday yeah awesome how good was that chat Oh, mate, I just feel all the more prepared. I have my packing list I'm ready. just so keen. Um, what a man. What a man. Um, expect expect some um There's going to be some content, good content some this content. weekend, man. <laughs> holy, holy. Okay. And to round out this episode, we're going to do our ones to watch. Keely. Thanks, G. Um, my one to watch, um, like just like we just said, uh, is going to be all the YKTR sports um, content, Jordan Simi's content, the Scopes content, all over this weekend. I think it's going to be Simi, our new best mate. Yeah, a new best mate, <laughs> friend of the show, friend of the show. Um, yeah, and yeah, get around it, get on top of it, watch it. Um, you'll be with us through Magic Round. It's going to be classic. And if you're there, oh yeah. Come say Slide hi. Slide the DMs. Man. Slide in Slide the DMs. DMs. Come say hey. Um, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> My one to watch is one to listen again. Of course. But you already know. You already know. This Friday, 
on the plane ride up to Briz Vegas on repeat. Are you okay? Yes, because I'm so excited <laughs> because the man, J. Cole, is dropping a fresh album this Friday and I am so ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we tell you about singing on the podcast? I'm just so excited. <laughs> and he's also going to be playing basketball in Africa, which is really Marley. cool. Marley, okay, we need to get <laughs> I was up at four o'clock okay. this morning, just so everyone knows. Oh, good on you. I was up at five. Cool is not cool. Can I is his album dropping Friday in the US, which means Saturday for us, or Friday here? I hate to crush your dreams, but I don't know if it's going to be out for your plane ride. No, I think it is. I think it – I don't know. Okay, well, well, look, it's dropping this week, and if it's on the way to Brisbane, on, on the way back, probably better on, on the way back when I'm a bit wounded, it'll be speaking to my feels. Why are you doing this? Because I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Stop I'm it. so excited. Stop, cool. Molly. Cool. Stop saying cool. cool. You're such a nerd. Cool. Oh my god. Do it. My one to watch. And I actually have to give uh props to Molly for this one because I watched it on my very delayed flight back to Melbourne. I know I'm um, really late to the party, but Ford versus Ferrari, man, with Matt Damon. Great film. I heard it was terrible. Yeah, really? Oh, that's awkward. Oh, uh, yeah, no, but, it. like, cool. I'm, I'm about the counter perspective. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. It's a little bit slow to start, but I really liked it. I do just love Matt Damon, though, so maybe that was it. Um, but I thought it was cool. Well, and that brings, brings us, us to... to the end of the show. Well, that brings us to the end <laughs> So, oh, yeah. Tune in. Listen over the weekend. Watch our content. Give us a uh, follow if you're listening on Spotify and a subscribe and five-star rating and or review if you're listening on Apple. Follow us on Instagram at Chicks and Balls Pod and slide into the DMs, especially if you're in Brizzy for Get around us. Wow, you guys have completely taken my job. That's okay. Uh, yeah, I am take now a back retiring, seat, doll. and um, I might have to retire yeah, when like, I after this weekend. After this weekend, oh, we're going to be wounded soldiers next week. Oh yeah, holy, oh, holy, yeah. We might have some special guests, maybe. I don't know. Wow, 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 wow. All right, guys, this has been a wild ride. Um, <laughs> thanks for making it to the end of our 10th episode. Hopefully we don't die on the weekend then. Yeah. There is an 11th episode. What? Why would you say that? It's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> no, you know what? It's 10th ep- 10 episodes, so you all need to have 10 shots this weekend. And if you don't, well, you're a word I'm not going to use on the podcast. Okay, catch you next. You're a oh, oh, that is good. You, that's the the... The best new insult I've heard this week, burger. Alrighty, catch you next. You guys aren't burgers though. <sighs> catch you next. Time. You guys are lemon wedges. Ooh, mm. yeah. Lock that in. Lock that in your brain. Yeah, yeah. Hold Foreshadow. Foreshadowing. Hold that. Foreshadowing. Hold on to it. Okay. Catch you next time. Bye. And be respectful always. <laughs> Thank you.